Hey guys, uh, welcome to episode 5 of Kill It With KB. This post is going to be a bit different than the rest, and I've actually been thinking a lot about whether or not to record this. Um, pretty, pretty personal, and hopefully I can fully, you know, say what I want to get across in this post without being completely emotional, but here goes. So on January 15th, my grandmother, Buanani, unfortunately passed away. For those confused at this translation or who do not speak Hindi, um, in Hindi, Bua means dad sister and Nani means maternal grandmother. So nothing conventional, but in direct translation, my mom's dad's sister passed away or my you know maternal grandfather's sister passed away etc and you know in indian culture everyone is family we have a very very large yet close-knit family and by nature you know that's not necessarily someone else's family it's ours and for me she was so 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 much more than that direct translation um because she she was my grandma, you know, she was Nani. Um, I grew up calling her Bua Nani with my actual maternal grandmother, Nani, living in India. I had spent so much more time with Bua Nani growing up, you know, being raised, going through life's adversity, seeking comfort with her, you know, as a, as a figure in my life. And she, you know, she passed away and, and during her funeral, my cousin Vishal, among many other profound sentiments that he delivered in his speech, one statement, and this is basically the heading of this podcast, summarized who Buanani was. She held PhDs in life, in love, and in family. If you take just a minute and pause and just really, really think about that statement, I, I think it, it's so powerful. and. You know, in in retrospect, not even just to that, but in anything you've heard to describe a person's life, I think it's the most powerful statement I've ever heard. And, And this is for a lot of reasons. So, Nani was the most vivacious, vibrant, pure, genuine person that I knew. Um, and unfortunately, about you know seven to ten years ago, she started losing her memory with onset dementia that really, really progressed over the past few years. And it had been almost a decade, maybe over a decade, that she was able to look at me, smile, and say, Kishma, <laughs> and proceed with her signature three kisses on my forehead. Or as my cousin Ajay would say, Kishia which is just as a side story, my entire family calls me Kishu. No one really calls me Karishma. So it it meant a lot, right? And even as her dementia progressed, she, you know, couldn't recognize me, didn't know who I was. She still always greeted me with the three kisses or Kishia and had the biggest smile on her face, which, you know, this is just a very, very small tidbit of the type of person she was. And it sucks, right? It's, it's really, really shitty that in, in times of death, you are truly able to look, you know, step back and reevaluate where, where you see yourself in life and what's important. And th- this whole, this whole, you know, 
this whole like unfortunate event um and just really looking at like the type of person she was has really got me thinking um over the past few weeks and shifting the way that i think about a lot of things right so this was a woman who came from the villages of jammu kashmir during the partition um for those that don't know my you know both my parents are from india i have indian origins um with my maternal side being from jammu kashmir and uh my father father's family being from new delhi met in you know <laughs> the states but anyways um she you know she was from my mother's side of the family brothers with my maternal grandfather and i guess like a brief rundown of history jammu kashmir is very close to the border of between india and pakistan and she like lived through that during the partition which was in 1947 the 1947 partition describes india's freedom from great britain over their rule but it also includes the establishment of india as an independent nation and the establishment of pakistan as an independent nation and you know this is something that isn't really talked about a lot um in history books or you know when they talk about like that that partition that happening um or rather that independence happening but if we know anything from history is that with independence comes a lot of blood a lot of gore and a lot of violence nothing less of this is what happened and you know my, my family experienced this specifically my grandparents generation my nana was in the indian army um my buanani saw all of this right and this hit particularly home because she lived in jammu kashmir on like very close to this border between the you know the when the partition was occurring between india and pakistan and she saw violence experience and experienced tragedies that we you know look away from when we're watching a documentary for something like this um she the things she saw were so tragic and just so so incredibly like horrible that if i personally saw today i don't know if i would be able to handle and proceed to live the type of life that she did and with her you know that my family eventually moved um to a different region a bit further away um well her side of the family did and you know she saw all of this and, and this is what i kind of want to start talking about phd's in life and in love and and family so she wasn't educated at that at that time you know in very old um traditional indian culture um you know women weren't necessarily educated and especially with like the war happening um she she was raised in that time period which you would presume would have like very old thinking um very bitter that she saw all of this very like scarred internally traumatized you know we there's a reason there are so many soldiers that come back with PTSD from wars traumatized from these happenings but she wasn't right not a single day in which i knew her and spent time with her or any of those like those feelings or those sentiments or those attitudes towards life did they exist right and 
Bula, like Bulanani was basically the emblem of what we strive to be. And in Hindi, there's a term, it's called sanskar, which means culture, tradition, values. She maintained all of that, right? Despite not being educated, despite living through all of that, she was quite possibly the happiest person that I've ever met, right? Um, she never, never was, you know, depressed, never, never was upset, never was angry. And she, she raised this incredible family, right? She raised four incredible kids. My, my mom was basically like her child, right? She raised like all five of them. She, you know, saw grandkids being born and even great, great grandkids, or sorry, great (laughs) not too great she's uh you know four generations basically were alive within her within her lifetime and i think that was incredible right this woman definitely had a phd in life because so much internal peace within a person that i have never seen in anyone and, you know, I, I'm, I've reflected before I even, like, wrote down bullet points for recording this podcast. But even now, as I sit here saying it out loud, this woman had so much internal peace after seeing all of that. And, and moving, you know, coming to America with this family, raising such a beautiful family who loved her so much, so, so much. Um... You know, it was it was incredible. Like you know, just by looking at her, you got comfort. By looking at her, you had peace. By sitting next to her, she was she was so nice. You know, it, it was just it's very touching, and I I truly believe that she is for me. She's someone who I even if I can become a fraction of what how she approached life in my life, I I would be so grateful. But PhD in life, absolutely taking taking adversity, taking hardship, um, moving forward, moving through it. You know, having a, this beautiful life in America with all of her kids doing well, all of her grandkids doing well, great grandkids living life here. She, you know, she loved that. She moving forward was moving forward, seeing everyone below her doing well that's what gave her happiness and even when you know talking about that like you you go from basically nothing very very humble beginnings seeing all all this adversity you know seeing all this violence and then coming you know with her kids being very like pretty well off nothing right completely detached from this material world completely detached from this idea of entitlement that because i experienced adversity because i had this many hardships because you know like i witnessed such a shitty shitty time in my life now i'm entitled to this really good life i'm entire i'm entitled to all these materialistic possessions that is not anything anything of you know, of what she was. She was just happy, you know, so, so internally grateful, so very loyal, so very devout. She was such a devout Hindu, you know, within her life and and, and that preceded. And I'll, I'll kind of talk about that a little more. 
um but you know that that was just one aspect complete complete peace extraordinary attitude peace and extraordinary attitude in life and you know forward thinking right phd's in life this woman as i mentioned before you know born in basically like the, the villages my my family's origins are from the villages in india um you know centuries ago ancestors ago born in there not being educated coming to america she did not see any difference between a girl and a boy her thinking was so 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 ahead of our time right and i'm going to give a brief example which you know my my cousin spoke about as well my other cousin bhavna and basically you know my my entire family all of my cousins uh are are men like men are males and there are only really three like females in our family you know myself my sister rachel and my cousin bhavna and not once did she see us as incapable of doing anything or seeing our guy cousins as you know being more inclined to doing something that involved labor or education there was absolutely no difference to her between any of that and i think that was phenomenal being so 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 forward thinking being so progressive um it was was amazing not once did she ever say anything like that and i guess like another you know going off of that she yes she was forward thinking but she was also open minded being from this time and this is not something a lot of people understand especially if you don't come from like a cultural background i like like um of indian origin let me like say that um so so open minded right so we like my cousins have married people who aren't indian who aren't brahmin and brahmin is you know going you know centuries ago decades ago is going by like the caste system in india so my entire family is brahmin and we've had people who've married in who are european who are american so obviously this caste system has absolutely nothing to do with anything anymore and you know my cousins and myself growing up it we're, we this isn't something that was ever like ingrained for us right we're like very you know progressive and very um we're we know our culture but this is something that it doesn't really you know take uh, uh take any sort of weight in, in who we choose to date or to marry which i just thought was incredible right you know she um you know with my cousins you know getting married you know to people who weren't hindu or to people who weren't brahmin who didn't speak the language opened them with welcome arms right and i thought just that was just beautiful from from someone with her time her age you know her background what she's seen it's it's incredible um and you know just i guess another thing to add and why she had a phd in life this woman prioritized health like no other you know at the age of 70 i would see her doing jumping jacks and working with dumbbells for literally like an hour a day in the morning she did not want to live a sedentary life right so 
again like background like my my family's like from like the village of you know Jammu Kashmir that's where the origins are you know ancestors are from and there are farms right so we like had a lot of land that was cultivated whether that was for um produce or whether that was um you know for building materials so it's not sedentary right and coming here like you know american lifestyle versus indian lifestyle is completely different right in america we're basically very competitive and working all the time and there would be days where you know like the my um aunt and uncle would be at work and then their kids my cousins would be like in college or they would be working so she'd be by herself not sedentary at all this woman would be doing jumping jacks you know lunges squats working with dumbbells every single day which i thought was amazing and that contributed to her health right um she she passed away with dementia but that was the only problem she'd ever had not once did she ever take a sick day um not once did she ever you know she'd have like a cold but then she you wouldn't notice at all right she prioritized health and she passed away at 95 years old without ever ever being on any medication and this is something unheard of of being you know at that age in this country with absolutely no medication for any sort of problem you know amazing never took a sick day to because of that right never got sick you know here in you know i'm here all my friends know if i get sick i'm pretty much useless i'm like unfunctional for about 3 weeks mentally exhausted and literally i'm like a baby right this woman was the complete opposite not once you know did any of that happen um so i just mentally physically emotionally spiritually this woman had a phd in life and that's not something that you can learn <laughs> in a textbook or in a masters program or a, you know sorry a phd program quite literally um but yeah sorry <laughs> and i guess like the other two that i kind of were very closely related that i wanted to talk about this woman had a phd in love and a phd in family So only only Rachel and I called her Buanani if you you know you were paying attention to the very early direct translation that's just what we grew up calling her but to everyone else she was Mataji and by everyone else I don't even just mean family right you met her once you became family this woman had an infinite in oh my goodness an infinite amount of love that she spread everywhere they, you know she wasn't conjuice with it <laughs> conjuice means very like uh, oh my god becoming so indian uh in hindi sorry in english um you know you uh you're spare you um spread love sparingly or you're kind of cheap with your love no it was infinite she you know everyone knew her um the the home that she lived in was with my aunt and uncle and this was very close to my house very close to my high school so i spent you know would see her almost on a daily basis um and so would her neighbors right they lived in that home for i think over 40 years they still live there and before she had dementia she would go on these very frequent evening and morning walks and all of the neighbors knew her they would wave at her um and she would wave back um and if you guys have watched my big fat greek wedding think of yaya right but yaya was like a little like angry 
think of a very 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 happy you know long gray blonde haired version of yaya that's who buanani was so much love so much love you know everyone knew her um which was great not not even that you know neighbors my my cousins friends my friends my parents friends you know my my other like side the other side of my family my dad's entire side of the family and so forth everyone everyone loved her you know again if she met you once she would give you a big hug she would smile and give you her three signature kishina which was just extraordinary um Oh god, I I could go on, but I I think for for the sake of love and just illustrating how how infinite this was, um I'm going to give you a little bit of preface. Um th- she loved watching One Life to Live and Days of Our Lives, right? She doesn't speak English. She did not speak English. Um although secretly, you know, me, my cousins and I were just waiting for a family event where she would come up to us and chime in in English. We secretly like, you know, there was no way, right? Like she must have known how to speak English during this time. But she we watched Dar- Days of Our Lives and one day I remember visiting her. I think it was in high school. One day I'm visiting her with like my mom for a little bit and she was sitting on the sofa crying, you know, very very quiet. And my you know, my mom was just concerned like what happened? You know, did you talk to anyone in India? Well, what's going on? And she basically just said, you know, Marga bara janga munda which in English means he died. He was such a like cool guy. He was such a good guy. This guy just died. And my mom was like, "Who? Who?" And then she was like, "Joe." <laughs> Joe was a character apparently in Days of Our Lives, right? By the way, this is it was just this is just a jab. I'm not a fake Indian. I can understand and speak <laughs> Punjabi and Hindi. But Anyways, this is an infinite infinite amount of love, PhD in love from not just spreading it, you know, with people she met or people who met her, people she encountered, but even fictional characters in TV or movies. Oh gosh. <laughs> and and lastly, you know, very very related. She this woman had a PhD in family and you can kind of gather why from this this tribute that I've given her almost um over the past few minutes but her pure joy was seeing her family move forward pure joy was spending time with family you know birthdays our annual family picnic uh family dinners pujas which are you know prayers that um my family is like pretty religious and pretty involved in our you know temple so we would host these these prayers um at, at like the temple her pure joy came from this interconnectedness came from this family came from seeing everyone doing well not seeing anyone in distress moving forward and just living a beautiful life right she was the light she was a light of the four generations that you know she was we were blessed to live life with her i'm blessed to not just to know her but just to be this connected to her and be a part of her legacy and hopefully you know again it sucks that you think about things like this in times of death but 
I, I truly am blessed to be related to this woman, to to be a part of this legacy moving forward, and to be connected to the family that I am born into on such a close, deep level, right? Um, but yeah, so I guess I wanted to kind of end this with, with um, two things. <laughs> One, kind of talking about her final, final rituals. So in Hinduism, many rituals are done after death for the atma and the atma is the soul to leave this world in peace to leave this world on the level it came into right no soul comes in um in distress and we believe that no soul should leave this world in distress and uh right after her funeral we we had um a prayer service at the mandir the temple and the very last bandit or priest that spoke gave her the most beautiful tribute anyone could have right like not even just could have given but to to be the recipient of that tribute was beautiful and it was in sanskrit i had a little bit of translation help from my cousin but he basically said that she earned all of this celebration right and what he meant by that was you know so many so many so many people came attended her funeral gave gave their well wishes to our family um spoke on her behalf were mourning her death but also speaking so highly of the type of life that she lived and she earned all of the celebration she earned all of you know her grandkids myself my sister all my cousins you know coming together to to basically help in any way shape or form we could to make sure that her atma received everything it deserved and more right and and our entire family you know so many people were so upset like she she was the, the light that that is you know words do not describe the type of of being that bua nani was but being the light of of all of these generations being the center of this family and and you know having a funeral and having her last rites done as they were was incredible right he he said that she earned all of the celebration and and that's what it was right she um she was a beautiful 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 person who lived an extraordinary life and i i I want to take this podcast. I want to take this take a few moments here as I have if you're still listening to to celebrate her life, celebrate who she was, right? And um again, uh, make this tribute count. And if you are listening, if you are still listening, I I hope you you took some of the stories in in terms of, you know, her and and really it really got to know her better but uh, but also kind of look at my reflection in terms of how how having a phd in you know life love and family is not something you can learn but it's something that you can approach right it, it's something that you can consciously make an effort to to have and kind of lead your life in the way that Buanani did. And then that's 100% something that I'm trying to do. I'm trying to shift my way of thinking for a lot of things in this world. And, you know, her her death unfortunately was a very big wake-up call for me. 
<sighs> okay, so this is pretty personal. I <laughs> um, hope you you enjoyed that and um, got to know a little bit about myself as usual, but also got to know um, my family a bit better. Okay, thanks for listening, guys, and remember, always kill it with KV.